This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back to AMI Audio Live as we celebrate CNIB's 100th anniversary. I'm Dave Brown alongside Jesse Archambault. We're having a great time celebrating here at the Canadian War Museum, but we hope you're having a nice time celebrating wherever you may be out there in listener land as well, as it is indeed a celebration as we think about the successes of CNIB's past and we look forward to the many successes in the future. Angela Bonfante is the Vice President for CNIB in Ontario and Quebec. She's at the table now. Angela, thanks so much for making time for us. We really appreciate Hello, it. thanks for having me on. This is awesome. So uh, you have just recently been promoted as the VP for Quebec and Ontario. Uh-huh. What does that entail? Oh, it's a very good question. <laughs> so my, I've been with CNIB for six years. This is my fifth job in six years. So we move Ooh. quickly in this uh, <laughs> 100-year-old organization. Uh, my latest post, uh, so I have a background in government relations and, uh, and donor relations when I first started with CNIB. I uh, did about 10 years with the House of Commons, learning how to make policy. Uh, and I have a, a dad who has RP and who has uh, no light perception today. So really being raised with uh, a dad that, that sort of shows you how to smash barriers every day is what got me really interested in this job. And thankfully, I was given an opportunity to move sort of the work we were doing in Toronto, which was sort of Greater Toronto specific, which is about 30,000 people with sight loss uh, uh, enlisting our services uh, on the rehab side and even more now on the foundation side. Uh, so we, the job now is an expanded role. I was also seconded to in La Belle Provence to, to uh, help our team there get a new hub going and, and get a new board going, and that was the last 12 months. So this job is really doing what Angela does with her team and asking to sort of spread things around all Ontario and Quebec uh, to see just how much we can do. Yeah. It's, it's really an important region. You mentioned sort of the size of the population and just the GTA. Then we think yeah. about Ontario and Quebec. Oh, yeah. I mean, two of the, the biggest provinces with two of the biggest cities in the country. I imagine that means you have to cover a lot of range and talk to a lot of different individuals and kind of a lot of nooks and crannies around the place. Yeah, but it's the best part of the job. I mean, the stories are so amazing. I mean, every day we hear about people that just learn how to you know, get around barriers and, and, uh, and do the best that they can, whether they're in a rural part of Ontario or a suburban part of Ontario or very, very urban uh, like Toronto. The stories are very similar. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing. We are this thing called Ontario. It does exist. Uh, we are united uh, and we've got, we've got shared goals to change what it is to be blind today. I want to ask you about the hub because that's been such uh, a wonderful... Your, exactly. <laughs> it, it has been your baby. It was your brainchild. Um, uh, well. Give folks a little bit of just information about what the hub is and why it's been such an important plank of where the CNIB is going in the future. I'm just smiling ear to ear. I still can't believe we actually did it. So it's not just me. It's a, it's a huge, huge team of doers uh, that made this happen. Uh, but when, we, when I was first given the opportunity to be the executive director of the CNIB Foundation for the Greater Toronto Area... You know, we had these new programs we were looking at developing, and we wanted to re-engage the population, and we wanted to add value-added programs and enhanced programs to rehab. Um, but I had a real problem with us doing it out of the same place we've done everything else out of 1929 Bayview in Toronto. And I just said, you know, we can't create these new programs and be this new organization or this you know, renewed mission and do it out of the same place we've been doing it forever. So I, I asked for permission uh, to you know, break that budget a little bit and, and let us spread our wings and go to a more community-based model. 
Uh, we needed to walk the talk, and our brand uh, needed to change by being a community-based organization. So that's where that came from. It was us entering into this new era. We had solidified funding for the rehab part of our organization uh, through the province of Ontario, which means we could use our donors' dollars to now work on the life enhancement programs. And so the hub was really the launch uh, of our programs. It was uh, June 5th was when we officially launched. Uh, we acquired the lease uh, in, the, in the summer of, uh, sorry, in the fall of 2016. We had to install an elevator, which is, which is fine. That took a little bit of time. But as soon as we got clearance, as soon as my team of 10 got clearance to move out of Baby and into, into the hub, even, you know, I don't even think we got the full official okay. We were so excited to just move in. We were working out of, uh, out of boxes, uh, and uh, it was it's just a totally different feel. So on the transit line, uh, open evenings and weekends, and when you walk in there, you are inspired by people of all ages with sight loss using technology, being in the virtual reality room, finger painting with kids and it's just a whole bunch of interaction you get the mission is the second you walk into the door oh. i can picture it in my mind right now ah, <laughs> you come and check it out live i should at our I event should. actually in june uh angela uh, my producer's gonna be mad at me but i've got one more question ah. uh push that envelope it's, it's a weird kind of postmodern question the relationship you had with your father seeing his relationship with the cnib yeah how much of that played into what you envisioned with the hub He's just the voice in my head. He's always pushing me to, to do more and to do more for, you know, so that he doesn't have, so that people his don't have the same challenges that he had. And to see him create his own gadgets to make sure that he could still shovel the snow and use his cane. And uh, he did, he climbed the eavesdrop. He did things that he wasn't supposed to do. But that's what he, I want to create a space for him. And he's a regular at the hub. <laughs> oh, I love it. Angela Bonfanti, thank you so much for stopping by the table. We really so appreciate it. I'm I know I come back anytime. The, the time just slips on through. Well, you know, hey, careful with making that offer because I'm going to drag you onto the pulse. <laughs> hey, I don't this mind. One afternoon. I don't mind. Thanks <laughs> hey, th for having me. Thanks guys. so much. Enjoy the party. Yeah, you too. Angela Bonfanti, she is the vice president for the CNIB for Ontario and Quebec. Again, a pretty impressive uh, resume there, Jesse. Sure is. Five jobs in six years. We're, we're slacking off at AMI, I yeah, guess. We we're, not, <laughs> we're not making the mobility we should make along the way. Hey, coming up after the break, we have an interview that Jesse's really excited about with Jane Beaumont, the CNIB archivist. And I've promised Jesse I'm going to get out of the way for that interview and give her all the airtime. I'm going to get a cocktail as that's going on. That's all coming up on AMI Audio Live. I'm Dave Brown alongside Jesse Archambault from AMI Tele. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. 
AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.